Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today's workout is the one that I do before a race or a time trial. Now some folks prefer to have a rest day right before, but what I do is I have a rest day, then I do this workout and then the very next day is my race or time trial day, alright? So it's up to you how you want to do this one. Now I'm essentially doing this as week 5, session 4 of the 2k redux plan, with the time trial being the next session but you can use this before any race or time trial that you desire. So what we're going to do is we're going to row 20 minutes. That first minute we're going to do our 2k stroke rate and our 2k pace and then the next 19 minutes we're going to do it 18 strokes a minute and at 2k plus 20 pace. So you can see what we're doing there, we're doing one minute really fast and then we're rolling into that fitness boosting uh, kind of engine refining blood building thing that's going to get you prepared for your time trial or race when it comes, all right? So let's get into a five minute warm up. I want to make sure that you're nicely warm. So I'm going to add on one minute onto this warm up because of that one minute burst at the beginning of today's workout. And as always, we start off by checking our drag factor or resistance if you're not on a concept two. If you're on a concept two, set the drag factor to where you want it to be. If you're on a non-concept two, just make sure that your resistance is at a weight where it feels like you're getting in a good amount of oomph, but you're not rowing a brick across a piece of sandpaper. <laughs> Next up, go to your monitor and set it to eye height so you're not looking up or down and finally the foot straps either cover the bottom lace of your shoe or will let you get forward comfortably so that your shins are pointing straight up in a nice vertical position all right so then five minutes warm-up we're going to start at 18 strokes a minute and the amount of power you're putting in is basically just the same as if you were doing a body weight squat and then we're going to gradually go faster all right here we go then in three two one let's go so what I mean by the bodyweight squat is that all you're really doing is connecting your legs to the foot plate with a bit of a push and then what I want you to do is get the timing right so that as you do that bit of a push that's when your handle connects with the flywheel or the water wheel or the magnet or whatever it is that you're using on your machine. So just try and get that timing right so that both connect at the same time. And then once you're happy with that, you can start thinking about how much effort you're putting in. Ideally, you want to get up to run about a 5 or 6 out of 10 effort for the first couple of minutes here or if you're used to using a 2p 2k sorry pace guide and that's around about 2k plus 20 2k pace guide being you row a two kilometer time trial divide the result by four and that gives you your average 500 meter time. You then set your monitor to show you your 500 meter split time. 
like your current pace and then you adjust that as necessary so in this case you'd go 20 seconds slower than your 2k average more about that on the description to this video and on the YouTube channel and the website if I went through that too quick okay so I want to make sure that you are up at that 2k plus 20 5 or 6 out of 10 effort by now we're going to finish off this third minute and then go into the usual single leg drills and then body only and then legs only rowing just to make sure you're nice and limber but if you need more time to warm up today take more time okay don't be a slave to the video hit pause carry on warming up if you need to okay one more stroke let's put one foot on the floor and carry on rowing so nothing really should change here apart from the fact you've got one foot on the floor your body position should still be the same you should still be giving a push from the leg that's strapped in albeit you might be rowing about five seconds slower swap feet carry on with the other leg try and notice if it's easier or harder once you swap legs doesn't really make much difference but there's an element of assessing your body and how it reacts to things it's quite important to learn as a skill last one okay both feet in legs straight and then use your body and your arms to row if, as you lean forwards if your knees pop up a little bit don't worry about it as long as you're getting the power from that back swing and the pull in with the arms okay no power from your legs get those hands past your knees before they bend right roll into the front with straight arms and just push out with your legs hold that forward lean straight arms push with the legs don't worry too much about the power coming from your legs all you're working on here is the connection timing between your feet and your hands and your ability to drive out with straight arms and that forward lean of your back for as long as possible and we're done so continue warming up if you need to or take the time it takes for me to recap one more time what we're doing today as that time to punch in what today's session is into the monitor just a quick reminder that these podcasts are taken from the videos that I host on YouTube. If you want to see what I'm doing rather than just listen, then check out Row Along on YouTube or head to rowalong.com. Okay then, so what we're doing today is one minute, then 19 minutes. 
Now, as far as programming the monitor is concerned, you might want to set this up as two intervals of one minute and 19 with zero rest in between. But depending on what you're using, there's a chance of a small delay as you go between that one minute and the 19 minute. So what I've done is I've just punched 20 minutes into my monitor. I don't really mind data-wise what's going on today. I'm not going to look back at that one minute and go, hmm, I was a couple of seconds off. Um, it's actually just about making sure that as I'm looking at the screen, I'm seeing my stroke rate, I'm seeing my pace, and I'm quite happy with that. And then I drop down to that 18 strokes a minute. But by all means, program your monitor in as a 1 minute and 19 with zero rest. And hopefully all of that has given you enough time in order to do so. Now that 1 minute we're going to be doing at 2k stroke rate and 2k pace, okay? And then the 19 minutes we're going to drop right down to 18 strokes a minute and round about 2k plus 20 pace. And that's important that you get that real burst and then you slow down. And that way you're not destroying your muscles ready for when your time trial or race is about to happen. Now as for stroke rate for me, I'm going to be doing this first one minute around about 32 strokes a minute and my pace is going to be on 2k pace um, so if you're going to be following me for a stroke rate point of view that's what you're going to be doing but then I'll make sure and slip into that 18 strokes a minute once we get that one minute into this row okay I think I've pretty much covered everything today so let's get into our row right so one minute at 2k rate and pace okay so then here we go then in three two one, go. Now start hard, as though this is the start of a 2K race. You wanna make sure you're putting in the power from your legs, you're connecting your legs and flywheel at the same time. Now I seem to be absolutely overcooking it right now, but I'm okay with that because I'm not doing a time trial tomorrow. Okay, 15 seconds to go. Keep that power coming from your legs. One more stroke. Now, one more, come on, one more. There we go. And let's ease down to 18 strokes a minute. And 2K plus 20. It's a good shock to the system, isn't it? Certainly taking me a while to catch my breath. But then, for some reason, my body was primed to row at my 2k pace of a couple of years ago. <laughs> Around about 2k minus five down at 140. Hey, 
like I said, I'm not actually doing the time trial tomorrow. And as far as actual pace is concerned, it doesn't really matter what I did. What matters if you're using this as prep for a race is that you hit the pace you needed to. Now, of course, you can adjust how you do this one, depending on the race that you're going to do. I'd still say from 10K down to 2K that that's what I do as my stir the tanks workout the day before. But if I was preparing for a 1K or a 500 meter, I'd probably do a shorter spurt and a little bit faster. Like even, depending on how I was feeling, I might do 45 seconds at 1K pace and then 19, 15 down at 18 strokes a minute or 500 meters or 30 seconds at 500 meter pace more like and then 19 and a half at 18 point being you don't exhaust yourself you want to feel the wind in your fur you want to get up at race pace but not so much that you'll then suffer the next day and like I say it's what I always do before a race. I think it was the very first crash B the day before when I was just floating around on my own. I managed to get a free pass to the Equinox gym. That was the first time I'd done that roll the day right before and for me I really feel it helps helps to keep me fluid and feeling like everything is moving whereas if I take a day's rest and then it's race day I feel really stiff and 
unaccustomed to rowing at pace. And through this 2K Redux plan, I've been going through the story of my rowing, let's call it career. No, it's really a career to talk about, but through all of those races, especially the 2K and 1K races, that was the session that I do, or this, more like, is the session that I do the day before. I think it served me well. I mean, in terms of my story, where'd we got to? I'd won a silver and two golds at the English Championships in like three, over three years I went silver, gold, gold. I won silver at the British. I think two golds at the Scottish. Well, about three, because the second time round I got the 500 as well as the 1K. And then, narrowly missed out on bronze at Crash Bees. Got a British record for the 1K. Had the world record for a day. And then travel to France to row the 100 kilometers team and got a world record for that. All of which the day before I did a version of this row and usually the one that we're doing today. Uh, quick word, just because I'm kind of jumping in and out of topics today, let's quickly, as we approach 10 minutes to go, just do a technique sit rep. So I want you to address the following points of the stroke and how it feels for you. So first off, do you feel that the power from your drive is starting with your legs? A nice big push with the legs. And then with that, do you have nice straight arms as 
you push with your legs. And also, are you tilted over your hips into a one o'clock lean with those straight arms as the leg drive happens so in order so that you're hanging off the handle and all the power from your legs is flowing into the handle and therefore into your machine uninterrupted it also helps to make sure you're up on your sit bones as you start that drive and with a braced core to send that power up through your body okay so if you're all saggy it's not going to quite go through as efficiently as it's meant to keep your chin neutral especially as you start the drive keep looking ahead it's almost as though you're leaving your head behind for a second as you start the leg drive you're not because that would be going and that's not right but what I want you to do oh for the benefit of the podcast people I just demonstrated a massive butt scoop that happens if you actually try and leave your head at the front of the machine but anyway keep that chin neutral and looking straight ahead because if you are the type to look up when you start your leg drive then what happens is you know the forward tilt of your body I'm so insistent about well as you look up your back goes skying backwards before the leg drive losing you power and causing potential injury anyway so drive with straight arms and a forward lean and then hold that forward lean until towards the back of the leg drive when it will feel natural for your back to swing into a backward lean the layback so let that happen and then after you initiate that backswing that is when you finally 
pull those hands into your chest. You finally bend your elbows, send them through your sides, finish with a handle around sternum height and squeeze your shoulder blades together to get as much power as you can from your arms as well. Arms aren't an afterthought, they're just not the first thought, okay? So you don't pull at the front, but you do pull at the back. With a nice, powerful core and posture. And then you finish in that posture, and then instantly get the handle away again. Nice and fluidly, rhythmically, so basically, the same speed you pull it in at, release it at, and then shift over your body, rocking over your hips. And once hands are past your knees and your body has rocked forwards, only then do you bend your knees? It must be said, I've noticed a huge timing flaw over recent rows where I'm not doing what I'm saying. Where I should be really holding that forward lean longer but then also getting my hands away and my body rock happening quicker or at least making sure they happen before my knees bend I've been slipping up on that recently so that's my current work in progress. I've never claimed to have the perfect technique. I can talk a good game and I've probably got, I know, 70% of a good technique but it's very much do as I say not as I do a lot of the time because I was talking about the 100k world record attempt in session 3 and man my technique sucked but in 20 second bursts when all you're trying to do is make the machine 
go as fast as possible and training has meant my body could tolerate that then I'd swing one hand in the air if it was going to squeeze an extra couple of seconds pace in a session like that or a world record attempt like that anyway okay less than a minute to go quite a short workout today but again that's because you don't want to empty any of the fuel out of your fuel tank that you can't recover by the time it gets to your actual time trial or race so make sure after the cool down to stretch hydrate eat make sure your body is primed and ready one more stroke I had said in week 5 session 3 that I would continue the story of my rowing career and I maybe even suggested it later but apart from summarising where I'd got to I didn't really do that part of the reason being like I say I'm trying to say that this is a great race prep workout so anyone can come to this you don't have to have done the previous four and a half weeks worth of the 2k plan to be able to do this session so if I continued my story people would be like huh what's he talking about this is dull so I thought I'd give you a recap just in case and then you can go I'd like to hear all of his story which would be very nice of you how did he win a world record how did he get a world record just for a weekend what happened there we can find out by going through the 2k redux plan right two minute cool down it's not going to be intense it's going to be based on the way we started the warm-up we're just that body weight squats just connecting with your legs and arms okay in three two one go so still 18 strokes a minute today's all about the 18s 18s for life that could be today's hashtag so again if you're not used to my rows by the time I get to the end of a row I throw out a hashtag no I'm not trying to be a 14 year old <laughs> just it's really just there as proof that you made it to the end of the workout so if you comment and you haven't used hashtag 18s for life then I'll be like ah they didn't do the whole workout that's okay I don't mind I reply to every comment regardless of whether you use the hashtag whether you're nice whether you're negative I had many negative comments but right now I'm about to hopefully over the next few days break the 
5,000 subscriber barrier. And as the numbers rise, obviously there's people that aren't too sure about what I do, which is fair enough. I've said before, I'm not Shane, I'm not Austin, I'm not Cameron. I fall in the cracks where I'm basically your rowing companion. I have my flaws, most of them are my jokes, but I have my flaws in my stroke. But that's because we're rowing along together while I try and fix my stroke, heal my shoulder, and train to get fast. Last stroke for me. And hopefully you follow along with me doing the 2K plan, 5K plan, 500 meter plan, or any of the standalone workouts. And you try and get faster as well. Because the workouts I post make you go faster, okay? Either if it's the bottom tier or slower ones that refine your engine, that give you that engine that's able to kind of go through a whole row, or whether it's the real top tier sprinty stuff. The sessions I put up are real rowing sessions. I'm not just putting up a 20 minute fat burn row or whatever. These are proper training sessions. And to be honest, I think this is why I lose a few people. Things like the one, two, three, four, three, two, one interval workout. If you're not used to rowing that way, if you're just used to turning up to a spin class or whatever, then it could be a little bit like, what, why am I plug, what am I putting into the monitor here? Which to be honest is what the comment was. Um, that's fine because it means my niche is proper rowing sessions based around proper plans for free rather than kind of giving just the kind of the banal, sorry, not banal, it's wrong. It makes it sound really mean towards the other guys. Just the very almost clickbaity, like 20 minute fat burning row, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, fine. And then they get you into your, their paid plan, which is super fine. Crikey, they can make as much money as they want, but I'm giving this away for free. You'd think I'd have, I'd have the 200,000 subscribers. <laughs> I do wonder though whether because I give it away for people, free people are like, uh, I'd rather pay for something and know that it's real rather than if he's given away for free, it can't be real. It's the problem with altruism. No one trusts it. Everyone's like, wow, there's got to be a hidden thing. Anyway, right, I'm ranting again, so I will come to an end. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. If you did do this one as the prep before a 2K time trial or a 5K time trial or whatever race, whatever you're doing, then I wish you all the luck. The one piece I can just leave you with as you head into that is sprint at the end, don't sprint at the start. If you go out too fast from the front, you're gonna burn all your ATP from your muscles, you're gonna be completely <gasps> and you're just not gonna be able to hold it together to finish. If you start sensibly and build through your pace towards the end, then that progression is gonna be great for you, you're gonna feel faster and you're gonna finish stronger and you're not gonna have that kind of mid uh, race or time trial dirge where you're like, I don't know what to do here. So sprint at the end, not at the front, and you'll do well, all right? So thank you so much. Stay safe, be well, bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.